I'm going to make a wild transition, but follow me this. I promise it. I promise it'll work, I think. Okay. He says um, it all the time. So it's a, Don't trust him. <laughs> it's related a little bit to what you said earlier. And also, I think one of the interesting things um, that I found post-pandemic, at least in the arts admin world, is um, a willingness and almost a permission to show up a little bit more authentically. Like we've been able to say like, yeah, I got my kid on my lap and like, it is what it is, or I'm not doing well today, or I can't really be on camera or I have to take a step or, um, I just cried earlier, right? Like a willingness to share. And so it's been a really interesting and a little bit of a beautiful gift that being in community in this way, post pandemic has happened. And so in terms of thinking about other things that have shifted since the pandemic, um, there was also a social movement that was happening right during that time, which I think contributed to our willingness to be a little bit more authentic, particularly as people of color and the spaces that we were navigating. Um, as an actress, uh, there was also this reckoning that was happening in theater in particular during that time um, around how theater was showing up for black people or not showing up for black people and people of color which was a thing that was known for a long time. And there was a lot of data saying like, you're not doing a lot of stuff for us, but there was this reckoning. Two years later, uh, and, and, and a lot of it was grounded specifically in the We See You White American Theater Movement, right? So two years later now, do you feel like there has been significant change? Do you feel like um, you're allowed to show up more authentically in that space, particularly as a Black woman than you would before? How has that been? kind of feeling and seeing the effects of that conversation. I personally have felt such a change. I felt I felt a lot of change. There's still a long way to go. But mm. I mm -hmm. am jumping up and down for the change that has been happening. And especially with this show that I'm in, Jesus Christ mm. Superstar, you know, this is a show where um mm they want us to show up authentically. They want us to show up and, you know, if we're not, mm. we're, if we're not feeling the best that day, they, they don't want us to hide it. You know what I mean? So um, with mm. just that, having that permission for, for just the show in general is already a big thing because Jesus Christ Superstar isn't a show yeah. where we're, we're like, and we got to put on a happy face and tap and do all the things. Right. Like this is a mm. more of a show where it's like, we are, you know, we are living in this 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 grungy world but telling yeah. the story of jesus mm -hmm. so like it's it's a very different we, we we have to be human we have to be pedestrian and so mm. um with just that with me having to show up and and work and and do this show in a more human realm i have been able to translate that in like behind the stage as a black woman. And hmm. one of the biggest things, honestly, for me is hair. Um, so in this hmm. show, we are allowed to have our hair. We are not wearing wigs. Everyone wears their actual hair. And with hmm. that, I was very nervous because I changed my hair up a lot. And with my hair, hmm. I need it to be like in a protective style most of the time for it to, to feel like it's flourishing and everything. So I Say have this. to do a lot with my hair. Right. <laughs> and so going into this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be wearing my natural hair every day and it's going to be 
you know, out and hitting the sun and doing all the things, seeing all this. And I'm like, mm. I'm a little nervous about mm. that because, you know, it's going to be a lot for me to maintain my hair if someone else is not like helping me with that. And what does that mean mm, for sure. me? And, you know, I was very nervous to like have this conversation as a black woman. Mm. Um, mm. When everyone else is like, you know, uh, you know, there's one girl who has short hair. She's, she's, she's a black woman, has short hair. So it's not a lot of like, she, she has her maintenance, but um, mm. it's different than mine. It's just different. We're all different. So right, I'm just right. like, how do I speak yeah, up for yeah. myself here? And mm. um, to my surprise, I have been able to talk to them and just be like, look, here are the things that I'm going to face. I might experience mm. breakage and I might need a protective style here and there. Is that something that I'm going mm. to be able to do? I'm going to need mm. support with getting these different types of gels. Is that possible? I'm going to need mm. support with mm. doing this, 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 this for my hair. And I know that it's, it's hair to you but it's my hair and I have cared for it naturally for a long time. And I do not want this to be a thing for me where I'm losing my hair on tour because I have to go according to what you say that I have to look like. This is, this is a thing for me. It's a big thing. And to my surprise, Mm -hmm. they have let me braid my hair. They have let me put extensions Mm -hmm. in and clip-ins in for, 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 for my natural protective styles. And like, I have Mm -hmm. never felt so seen and it's, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's with hair. It's just with my hair. And, and like, I, that has taken so much pressure off of me as a black woman, because I'm like, oh, that's something that like, I, you know, worry about. I spend time deep conditioning Mm -hmm. my hair and making sure that my hair is, you know, I'm retaining length and all of that. And just to know that that I can show up one day in a low bun because I need my hair to rest or I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to wear braids and put them up in in the same style as I would my hair. But just to have the option to is something that I had never experienced and something that I'm so grateful for. So thank you hair department of Jesus Christ Superstar. Like that has been something that Mm -hmm. I am going to take with me to the rest of my Mm -hmm. contracts because I've also learned language I've also learned the language to say hi, to to explain what I need for my hair. Because let's talk about it. When when you're doing your own hair and you're like you're doing things for you, sometimes you don't you don't have to come up with language to explain to someone else. And so like Mm -hmm. I had to like I had to put into words like, I'm sorry, when the sun is out this way, my hair is being is being um is is being subject to heat damage you know things like that you don't Mm -hmm, learn how to say but it's just like you're i'm Mm -hmm. I'm learning to show up for myself as a black woman in in that space Mm -hmm. and that's just one way i've done Mm -hmm. that so yeah yeah it's it's changing for the better still got a long way to go but it's changing for the better yeah the next step is having people there that already understand that right right? that you don't have to explain to to. advocate yes right right Mm -hmm. right right. Mm -hmm. but already having a space to be able to advocate for yourself Mm mm-hmm Right. But here's the thing. It's like me, like, and I've seen it like in, in our hairdresser, like, and in our hair supervisor, we've given her language and she's done the work. Like she's doing the work. She's good for her. She's able to, to, you know, speak to us and come to us back with things in which I know like, okay, you know, now her going on to her next thing, she's able to take that in. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm just like, you know, it's a win-win for all of us because now she's going to have that yeah. language to speak to her next black cast members and to speak, you know, so it's just like, mm-hmm. I yeah, already, yeah. I, I feel like I, I am blessed to have been a part of that work and um, it's just going to trickle down and, and change for the, for the next contracts to come. So yeah. 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 I, I feel it. good about that. I feel good about that. I mean, that that is an amazing thing to, like, take with you. But also, it's an amazing thing to be the change and to see the change that you want to see, right? To mm. be to be alive, mm. to see that change taking place um, is, mm-hmm. is something that I don't think we talk about, you know, often. But it, it's, it's amazing to, to say that, oh, yeah, I was there when that happened and it was a new thing and it was welcomed. Um, but also speaking to how the work of the people that came before us was the stepping stone to get us to this place right now. Um, and so that's, I think, is such a beautiful thing to talk about. And I want to kind of shift us into, because you spoke a, b- a little bit about this, into like boundaries, right? right? Right now you were talking about how you're taking these things with you and you're able to advocate for yourself. Let's talk about... Um, what boundaries look like for you in that in the workspace right how do you in order for you to be grounded and to be centered and functioning at your best what are some of the boundaries that you have had to put in professionally and for your loved ones and for yourself you know how do you draw lines for people and you know when 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 is it when is it okay to cross them and when is it not okay to cross them when do you move the line and draw a new line you know and how do people react to you drawing them lines? Ooh. Um, these are just light, fun questions. By these the are way. just so I hope right. you've been having just... just like. <laughs> I'm like, y'all got having me a great time today. with some I'm popcorn digging. questions. We right. are Welcome to yeah. some popcorn questions. Welcome to Comedy Central, where the jokes are. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, y'all said y'all ain't playing today. Jokes about no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. Boundaries. Um, I'm gonna start out with a self boundary that I have, mm-hmm. and uh, a self boundary that I have for myself is it sounds like a very small one. It sounds like a very small self boundary, but for me, it's huge. This self-boundary is I I have been allowing myself to show up to work, to family functions, to my friends' functions, whatever, gatherings. If I am not in the mood to smile, I don't have to. Mm, That's a word. That's a self-boundary that I had to um, give myself because I was over exhausting myself with it yeah and i don't know i've grown up and i spoke about this my my habits with people pleasing Mm -hmm. is me Mm -hmm. showing up Mm -hmm. showing up to be the kiana that everyone else needs at the time and and completely neglecting the kiana that i need at the time yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you know, like, even though I've said like, okay, you know, yes, I want to be at, okay. And, and of course, most of the time I am still showing up smiling because that's just who I am. But, mm-hmm. um, but the times that I need my space and I, and I just need to, to focus in and feel those feelings, we're going to keep coming back to yeah. that is like, yep. that means for me not to show up sometimes smiling. 
that that means that yeah. instead of you getting this, hey, what's up? You're getting a, hey, how are you doing? I'm ready to get this started. Right. Let's, let's, let's go. That stern, mm-hmm. that assertive, that focused, that intimate Kiana, I I want to show up more as. And so I have mm. been doing that and I have been not saying sorry about it. And, mm. and that has been so hard because it's like, yes, yeah. a lot of the people in my life have known me to be this, this Kiana. Mm. And, and mm-hmm. I've had right. to come back and uh, even with family to be like, Hey, nothing's wrong. And you know, if you see me like this, I just need you to respect it and just, yeah. I, I'm you the conversation might 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 bring me to this place you know but oh can you just allow me to c- come into the space as I am so I can feel um like I'm not putting on I don't want to have to put on with you because I love you honestly and yeah. and 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 you know I I want to be able to to show you my actual self and like a lot of my family are yeah. still getting to know the real me um, because yeah. I've been hiding, mm-hmm. I've been hiding, I've, I've been hiding. That's just, that's just it. I've, I have been putting on this face for people and it is, a, it is jarring for them to be like, Oh, I was not in a good mood today. Is she mm-hmm. all right? Is she all right? <laughs> is, she, is she okay? Have you guys heard anything? Have you... And I'm like, no, I just, you know, I'm just like this today. And I would just mm, love right. for you to respect that about me. And please give me the space to have a range of emotion because I am human right. and I have to respect mm-hmm. myself to have a range of emotion. I mean, like, ma'am, yeah. you show up to this thing, angry, mad and everything. I never say anything about it. Let me have my moment, right. please. Preach. Okay. Like that's just where I'm at please with and it. Thank you. Then I'm not, mm-hmm. I am. And this does not mean that I'm going to be showing up slamming tables and, and cursing people out. Sure. It's not, yeah. that's not what yeah. I'm saying. But I'm saying that I got to show up for me in this space. And yes, I have said yes, that I'm going to come to your event. That doesn't mean that I'm going to put on this new person all the time, you know, and um, that's okay. And sometimes it's all right for you to get a laid back Kiana that is taking a little bit of space from you to, to, Because I also what I'm realizing is like I've given so much to people. I've given yeah. so yeah. much um, of uh, you can talk to me anyway. You can talk to me any way that you want to. And that's not where I'm at anymore. Mm. I'm 27. Mm. And um, mm. I need you to come with I need you to come with respect. I, I need you to come with right, respect yeah. because that's where I'm giving I'm giving myself the respect. And if you're not giving me what I give me, I don't see you here anymore. Ooh. I don't see you Thank in my space you. anymore. Okay. So, Thank but in so order much. for me to get, in order for me to get to that point, I got to be real with myself, and I got to be real with myself, exactly. and I got to say, "Hey, Kiana, you aren't really feeling this way. Don't show up that way." Yeah. yeah. Um, talk to me a little yeah. bit more about when that shift happened for you. The moment mm-hmm. that you realize that I am drained, I am exhausted, I am tired. Something has to give. What did that moment look like for you? And what what was the process to start saying to yourself, let's we need to set some boundaries here because this is enough. I'm tired. I can't continue doing this. What was that like? And and what what yeah, yeah what happened? What what happened there? I honestly have so much I I, I, I think the women of this cast 
Jesus Christ Superstar so much and mm-hmm. teaching me mm-hmm. um, a lot of this. I remember starting this contract in that headspace of show up like this, right? And as mm. time went on, and these these women are older than me, they have experience. This is not their first, this is not mm-hmm. their second national tour. These these are women who are yeah. right. fierce women who know what they want Thunder. and are getting what they mm-hmm. want and 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 is just crushing it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like I am thankful to be in a cast where I can see all of these amazing strong women, different in every way but very yeah. strong in what they want. And I've, and I've been seeing them show up and taking their space. Honestly, that was a change for me. Um, coming mm. in week to week and seeing like, okay, she's not as like, as um, sunshiny as she usually is, but yeah, sure. it's not a, it's, she's not treating me a different way. And she's not, mm. she's not treating anyone else, and she's still showing up and doing her job. To the, she's not, mm. not half-assing it. She's showing up yeah. fully. She's showing up fully. She's giving her full. She's going full out with it, but mm-hmm. she's still able to like reserve her energy when she needs it. That was mm. that was something that I had to wrap my mind around for weeks, mm. for months. And honestly, it yeah. takes like it does take a role model. And it took, it took role models for me to like embody that and then figure out what that meant for me. And so, Mm -hmm. um, seeing it over and over again, I was able to say, huh, I was able to, I was able to like internalize how I felt on the outside about this person doing that for them. I was able to say, Mm -hmm. okay, I don't, I'm not even, I don't feel bad about it. I don't, I'm not taking offense. So then when that came Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, oh, I'm able yeah. to give that person that space, then people yep. do this for people. And I was able to step mm-hmm. into that easier. I don't know if this is making sense. I'm trying to. It makes perfect sense. I'm, tr- yeah, I'm trying does. to put words to what I'm feeling, but I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. the Kiana of me would, would, would have freaked out about everyone else's reactions about me being the person that right. I am right. in that moment. And exactly. so when, right. I w- exactly. when I was like, okay, as a, as a person that is seeing that, I actually don't feel any personal harm. I don't feel anything mm-hmm. by it. So Cuz it's not about you. Like it's not about it's, me. It's, it's, it's not about you. Yeah, you've done nothing. <laughs> you've done nothing right. to that person for them to act that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so child, I struggle you, with that so when, much. I'll be like, "Yes. Did I did I do something? Is it me? It me? Is it me?" And it's like, "No. Did you even say anything to that person? Did you right. talk to right. that person? Did you right. m- nothing? Nothing." And mo- yeah. and that 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 part too it's like okay i had to come into a space and i had to give i'm learning to give everybody else their space ooh ooh yeah. give people space give people space you yeah. are again what I, what i was saying again is you're not the main character in everyone else's story please Hello, stop thinking body. that please stop thinking okay. that you're cuz you're not like you walking into no. the space and being like uh uh-uh, uh why is she acting like that towards me honey that's actually right that's actually you hyping yourself up in their story, and how dare you? Hello. Yeah. Because, how, but how dare because you? Because you, because you have not even given the space. And honest, and something that I've been realizing is when you do give people the space, they come to you. They come to you when they mm-hmm. need you, 
And like, I, yeah. I can't even say how many times I've given my friends the space, people who I think, people who are, I'm like this with and like can just run up to and hug and like we're super physical and everything. Yeah. Even when you give those people the space, they are able to say, actually, I need you. I, yeah. I, I need you right yeah. now, Kiana. Can we, can we talk? And then, and, and yeah. then it's like, and then, and then they, they, they let me know what they've been going through. And then I realized that I'm nowhere in that, I'm nowhere in that story. And then no I'm way. able to right. show up as a, I'm able to show up as a friend and, and to, yeah. and to listen to you authentically and me because I'm not taking offense. I, I didn't take offense to what you were feeling. Yeah. And it's just like, right. wow, yeah. that's another way that I'm able to show up authentically to in, in relationships, you know, cause it's like, if I'm not taking it personal, I can hear you for what you are saying mm-hmm. and then I can take it. And yeah. also if I, if I am in the story, I am able to say, all right, here is how I can change. How can I change for you? How can I show up better? Yeah. Do you need more space? Do you, mm. There can be a conversation about it. You know what I mean? About what you mm. need, but you have to give people the space to figure it out for themselves. When I'm thinking about right. like, when I'm feeling yeah. things, I'm like, sometimes I don't know right now. I just need silence. I just need I space know. to figure it out. I don't, I don't know. know. And you asking me a thousand times. And I don't want to have to do, because that's additional labor. Right. It's just like me having to take care of you while I'm going through this thing because you're making Ooh. it about you is additional labor on top of what I'm going through. And when I can find people that will make my issue about them or if there is an issue with them, I know I can resolve it means that there is not additional labor here, which means I do feel more comfortable connecting with them and having that conversation and healing and progressing. Yeah. Yeah. They make it's it really easy all- for me to do that. It, it really is all about that. It's just about that just giving space and taking your space like that. It truly is because it's mm. like, you know, you sometimes walk into a place and you're just like, I don't really know what I'm feeling right now. And mm. I would just love for everyone to just acknowledge that I'm there. You know what I mean? But just mm-hmm. just give me the space to feel. Just give me the space to feel. And I promise you, I will come back and probably most likely when I'm through it, if I want to share it with mm-hmm. you. I'll let you know what happened. And most of the time, it's not going to be about you. (laughs) Most of the time, it won't be about you. So don't take it personally. And you're also not entitled to know. You're not. Yes. Because there are some people who are just, they're nosy, right? And sometimes it's just like, well, I have to know, like, what's wrong. And it's like, but you don't. (laughs) Like, you don't actually need to know this. And you also have to be okay with, I might not know everything happened in that person's life. Period. Yeah. Truly. And I, mm-hmm. and I had to get to a point where I learned how to say that, like, cause there are like, I, oof, like with tour, right. I mean, it's a very small circle. You mm-hmm. live with everybody. Sure. And I've had sure. to like, you know, you see each other all the time. You see each other in the hallway and the, by your room, you see each other in the lobby, you see each other mm-hmm. at work, you see each other at stores, you see each other. And it's just like, I'm not going to put on, I'm sorry. You ain't going to see me a hundred percent me all the time. Not not 100% mm-hmm. of the nope. time. Not me having to be nope. my 100%. No, absolutely not. So it's like, yeah, just just give yourself that space to just live in that, please. You're going to do Oof. yourself a, you're going to feel a lot better. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise. Preaching yeah. good. Yeah. You're preaching good yeah. today. So yeah. let's talk a little bit then. Let's say that you are in that space, right? Where there's just a lot happening. Excuse me. What do you do? when you're kind of like experiencing that state of overwhelm, how do you keep going? 
right? Because at the end of the day, we're talking now about honoring those emotions and honoring those feelings. Um, but, you know, you still have a job. You still have a contract that you signed. And so, like, you got to keep pressing on. How, what are some strategies you find for, like, when you just don't feel like it, finding that way? Or is it that you don't for a moment, right? Is, or is it that too? Um, yeah. To keep going. Okay, number one, and I've said this a, a couple of times and in the masterclass as well, but it's, mm. for me, it really is understanding that the emotion is temporary. <laughs> it really, it really does live mm. in that. It really does live in that. It really does. And um, some things that I do at work, like if I'm showing up and I'm not feeling it, I would just walk in and say, hey, y'all, I am not having the best day. And most of the time when I do that, I get, I get my friends going, me either. Ah, da, da. And then it's a conversation. And then I'm mm. able to release it. I'm able to release it. And then I'm able to be like, huh, actually, wait a minute. Now I'm in a good mood because now I feel there's a sense of community. Right. And I feel like, mm. I feel like I have, I've been able to, I've been able to speak on it. Now there are some times where I show up and I'm like, I don't really want people to know about this. I don't mm. really want people to ask me about it. Um, I really don't want anyone in my business right now. This is something I don't want to share. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, I um, still allow myself to come in not smiling and being myself. I'm still cordial. Hey, yeah, do you need anything? But I will be vocal about, hey, um, I am not in the space right now to talk about this. And I'm not in the space right now to share this trauma. Can we talk about yeah. this another time? It's just communicating mm -hmm. that like, I can't, I, I can't handle what you're about to place on me right now. Can we talk about, I, but mm. I do, I am your friend and I am here for you, but can we talk about this another time? And yeah. like, how yeah. does that look for you? Because right now I don't think I'm able to take it with the mind space I am at. And honestly, you don't have to over speak. You don't have to over explain. I'm just not, mm -hmm. at, I'm not at the point to, to help you take this on right now with everything I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Can you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like coming up with that language and like, I'm still coming up with that language to, mm -hmm. to let people know that boundary. Like, Hey, I just, I, I can't mm -hmm. be that person for you today, but I'm always here for you. Just know that just not right now. Can we talk about this later? Yeah. setting those boundaries within that and, and letting people know like, Hey, like, I mean, you do have to show up authentically. I, I am not feeling my best. Yeah. And you don't have to know every single bit of it and you don't have to over explain, yeah. you know? And so, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's how I've been doing it. But, but honestly, like when I'm not feeling the best, um, especially in a, in a, in a place like this, honestly, like there was been some couple days where I had to take a mental health day. I mm. was freaking out about it and, and like going, like thinking about it, but I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I could deal with being around the people I love today. <laughs> if that, right. if that makes yeah. sense. I love it's, them. I love it's, them. It's real. I love y'all. But mm -hmm. I, today, I don't think I could be around my family. Today, I don't think I could be around, yeah. you know, because it's like, because you do know, like, we all have roles in that. Like, I have a role as a daughter, as a sister, as an aunt. When yeah. I know I step into that role, I have to be a certain way. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, not that I have to be a certain way, but you know, th there's a role that you slide into. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know if yeah. I could be, yeah. I don't know if I can be the sister you need me to be today. 
So that means uh, me stepping away for a second. Maybe this means like, hey, I'm not available to call right now. I'm not available to do this. Taking that space for yourself. Um, But also, it's just like, if you know that you can't do the thing, like, try and let them know ahead of time. Like, don't be one of these people who wait last minute to be like, oh, yeah, I can't do it because I'm having this day. Because now you're just, that's being selfish and that's not taking accountability. Mm -hmm. And that is not, that is not where, that's not being a person that someone can count on. You know what I mean? Like, I still want to be a person that I can count on, but I still want to be able to be authentic in my emotions with it. So it's like, if I know that I can't do it, and in my contract, we have call outs, we can call out for a mental day. I I try Mm. not to do it as, I try not to do it as much. But you know, if if it is coming down to a day where I'm just like, I need this for me to just process some things. Because there are things I'm going on with on tour, like I'm dealing with at home, like, there's at home yeah. life that I'm dealing with that y'all don't Your life doesn't stop, right? Your life keeps going. Life does not stop. It like it, it will really, follow you on that tour. It, the, mm-hmm. Listen, for however many months you're on the road, okay, it will be mm-hmm. with you. Um, so yeah, still mm-hmm. got bills, still got family, still if yeah. dealing with relationships on and off tour. Like it's like you know, and I what I really respect is is that people in this cat like in in this cast. Um, because this is one of the first casts that I have really experimented this with. Um, so I've been learning mm. a lot and I had to realize, yo, that person is married, has a whole wife, husband, bah- like this person has children. Kids. How, yeah. how, yeah. who am I to say that I am the reason why they are like that? <laughs> that's that's right. insane to me, you know? And just to like, mm-hmm. think about it, it's like, I'm, thinking about all the things I have going on back at home. I don't want anyone here to think that how I'm acting is a reflection of what they did to me. What I've been telling my friends is, hey, I will let you know if it's something you've done to me. But please don't take it personal. Give me the space and trust me enough to tell you when you've done something wrong to me. Please trust me. And please trust me to let you know when I can't handle something that you're trying to give to me. As a friend, yeah. I need you to trust me in that regard. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Allison Wade. I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker who works in the education and medical fields with a passion for trauma-focused work. I firmly believe it's important that we address all levels of trauma and acknowledge the impact that trauma has on developing bodies and minds. As such, I've partnered with Dunami's Heart Behind the Hustle podcast to share wellness tips, mantras, and affirmations in a segment we call Wade's Window. You are the author of your own story. Never give anyone the power to write your beginning middle or end and it is always okay to say i am a work in progress to be continued now let's get back to the episode um okay so related to this because you know you're talking a lot about like your job. This is a job that you have. And one thing we find with a lot of emerging artists is that once they make a career out of their art or once they're studying their art, 
the energy around that changes, right? And so you've turned your passion into work. Um, have you ever navigated or felt like a loss of the passion or a spark? What keeps you coming back? Particularly y'all theater people, again, doing upteenth shows a week, singing, dancing, sweating, and then adding a tour to this. How does it stay fresh? How do you make sure that you're still connected to the joyful part of, of your artistry? Um, it's these questions. Come on now. Y'all better write these questions. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get lighter after this. I promise. Yeah. I'm no, also just but... like, why do we do that? Like no, why this... we do that? Why we got to yeah, go yeah. so hard? I love it. I love it. You know, it's, it's helping me think. And I, and I want to have these conversations. These are conversations that, you know, I never had, you know, growing up. So I wish I, yeah. I you know, heard these questions before and, and, and listened to people um, going through these things, these human emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, there have been a lot of times where I felt joyless. <laughs> there have been a lot of times where I'm mm. like, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> I don't want to show up to work today. Yeah. And yeah, there have been those times. And, um, before I was hiding that Mm. and I was like, just like, even in interviews, I would be like, yeah, I love this all the time. I love doing the same show for the, for like a thousand shows. I love doing the same thing. I love doing the same thing and I love getting noted on it. And I love getting noted on this thing that I've been doing for like ever, like, that is that face that I had to put up for a while. Um, But then like, it's just inevitable that you're going to like have those days where you're just like not feeling it a day. I do the same show every night and sometimes twice a day. Okay. Let's just talk about that. It's the same thing. I have to hit the same mark. I have to hit the same, I have to hit the same poses. If not like, you know, it's still being upcapped and you're going to, you're going to be told about yourself, mm-hmm. but it's like, I have to do that every single day. Of course there is this monotony. Like there's this, there's this thing on it. Right. But mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about this theme, this authenticity theme. It's when you do show up to yourself, you can hit this, but it could be different every night. And this is, this is just, this. Right. I'm doing this because this is a choreography in the show. Like we are, we are literally pulsing like this what feels like for songs. It feels like this goes on forever. But some days I'm like, I'm here and I'm making it through. And some days I'm like, ha, I don't have to try as hard. But mm-hmm. but like, okay, let's let's talk about this authenticity. When I'm showing up authentic and when you and you and you and you and you and you and you are showing up authentic, the show is different mm. every night, actually. Right. The show mm-hmm. is different every night. So like, we don't have to put on this, we don't have to put on, period. We don't have to put on. Like, I am able to do the show and I'm able to do the choreography. I'm able to look at my friend and I'm able to see, oh, my friend is not having the the day that they were having yesterday, but that's something different for me to look at. (laughs) That's something Mm -hmm. different. That's something different for me to experience. That's a different energy for me to to bounce off of. It's like, okay, you know what? Let me take on more this time for you friend Mm -hmm. because i know that you're not there a thousand percent and i'm able to i don't know what i'm doing here i'm doing choreography that's not in the show but um (laughs) 
I'm like, we're getting a whole contemporary choreographic moment here. But no, we're getting. (laughs) (laughs) But there's that thing of authenticity, and when we're all showing up there, it's not like I'm here. It's not like I'm looking at you and I'm looking at dead eyes. I'm looking at eyes that have gone Mm -hmm. through something today, and I'm looking at eyes that you know, is actually really happy to be here. And then I'm like, oh, actually, I'm really happy to be here too, actually. And that's what's actually really beautiful about theater is because, yeah, we're doing the same show over and over and over again. But it's like when you Mm -hmm. do, when I show up for Kiana, I am actually doing my castmates a service. Like I'm I'm showing up for my Mm -hmm. castmates by by, um, living in those emotions and and that coming off in a different way every night. So then it is not the same show every night. And like, it's really cool seeing understudies go on. It's really cool mm. seeing swings jump in. It's very nerve wracking. We all have to adjust to it in the moment, but how exciting, <laughs> how exciting to feel a new energy on stage in a different spot. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is our this is our person for the night. Or I've never seen you in this spot. Oh my gosh, we get to have this mm-hmm. moment. Or, you know, and so like, Again, it goes back to that authenticity where it's like when I am showing up for myself, it actually doesn't feel like that. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it feels like, oh, my gosh, this is work. You're going to have those days. You're going to have those days. And we have to stop acting like we're not going to have those days. There are days where people people love being doctors, but not every day is great. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. I, there's this, there is this, there is this like stigma when it comes to arts that like, okay, yeah, it's like, this is the life you chose. So you better love it. And I hate right. that. I hate that because <laughs> yes, it is fun. Yes. I get to do what I love. Yes. I've chosen what I've done, but that does not mean that I'm going to have a bad day. So why do you keep saying that? Amen. Yes. This is the life I chose, but like, I am still allowed to have bad days. I am still allowed to sometimes be very annoyed with this music, okay? Sometimes I don't right. want to listen to it. Sometimes I'm like, turn it off. I hear this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. a lot, actually, going back to like the self boundary thing, a self boundary that I've had is allowing myself not to listen to music. Allowing myself mm, to be right. like, I don't want. I hear, I hear music every day. Sometimes I want to hear silence. Sometimes yep. I don't want to listen to this new album. Sometimes I don't want to listen to art. Sometimes I don't want to consume art. Because listen, as an artist, consuming art does take a lot. As an artist, you are going into it like that's that's your source of entertainment. But that's also like you're you're learning so much and you're taking in like you're watching, you're reading, you're critical. Yeah. It's a lot lot to take in art. And as an artist, not me. Let me not break this. We we need that. We need that. We need that. That's we 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 can't we can't pay for that. Don't break it. Don't Unless don't get in charge. I do don't not, break uh, it. Please don't. Don't give me no charge. Don't break it. Don't, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, but you know, I as you as yeah. you're talking about that, I'm just like, I have a confession. I have yet to listen to the Kendrick Lamar album, and okay. I I feel like I need to say that in this space because you know we're talking about being artists and kind of like the world having an expectation that you need to show up and you need to have listened to it and we need to have a discussion about it and we need to I'm like I'm I actually I, no I actually don't feel like it and um when I'm ready I'll I'll be ready but if I'm not I'm not so there's that we'll see we'll see how it goes that you know? and is I think, that something that we all face like I mean I think that's I think that's 
Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm once I started theater school, I couldn't watch movies anymore because I just, it like, first off I was like, Oh, Tyler Perry's films aren't great. That's the first time I realized that. And then everything just became analysis. Once I started music directing, it was like, Oh, what are, what are those notes under there? Oh, what's that? And it was just like, you couldn't, listen you were always dissecting yeah and dissecting is active and that's what's draining and it's just like yeah we just want to be and sometimes you need a break from it and sometimes the dissecting is is so is critical and it's like it, it takes the enjoyment right. out it takes the enjoyment right. out of the process like i'm just like i can't even really enjoy what this i can't enjoy what this creative person put out into the world because mm-hmm. here i am tearing apart the fact that mm-hmm. this chord actually does not go very well with the rest in the rest of the piece and i really need them to like I don't like the way that they sang that E, you know, and it's like, I, I don't get to enjoy art as much as I used to. And I think that, that, that in part is owing to the fact that we, we went to music school, right? Like we were taught to do that. We were taught yeah. to be critical. We were taught to analyze. We were taught to, and again, like it just takes the joy out of it. Um, and we got to learn to shut that shit down. We, we got to really shut do. that it, down. It, it takes really practice. Actually, it what's funny is that, it does. It does take practice. Yeah. And, and, and I found that it also happens with, not only does it go on with like uh, consuming other people's art, but I do it with myself as well. I've of become so much yes. more critical. More so. And I've like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've become so much more critical about what I'm putting out into the world and how I sound. And if I can do those runs and if I'm not able to do those runs and I'm not doing it at all, it's all of, it's all or nothing here. And I'm just like, where did I learn what did I learn that like this has to be a level, there has to be a level of perfection that I simply will never ever get to. And so can I just be okay with the fact that what I'm giving is, is what I can give? Um, listen, listen, I was in grad school and when I first started teaching, I kept going back and forth between teaching singers who were going to singer school and teaching people who were just in school and had never sung before. And so in grad school, I was like, oh, I took this music class because I was like, I need to learn how to make the non-singers better. Like, I need to learn how to, like, navigate that. And I was sharing a story one time about, like, how I cannot do happy birthdays. I was like, the way that being in any group, hearing them <laughs> sing happy birthday in 19 different keys, like just, it, it, it sends me. And then I'm like, and then I don't like being sung at anymore. It's like this weird feeling. Mm. And everyone looked at me like, you're such an asshole. Like you really mm. can't mm-hmm. be around people singing happy birth, like calm. Like, who are you? Yeah. And yeah. the whole class was about like how it's such this Western concept of perfection in music as opposed yeah. to community or joy or expression expression like Mm -hmm. you get so caught up in is it right yeah and it's just like what is right about music what is right you know what i mean exactly exactly and who decides what's right like whose role was it to say that's what's Mm -hmm. right and if it does not sound like that then you're it's completely completely wrong and it really goes back to like you know i jay and i talk about this all the time but like in kiana you you have experience in this because you also went to music school but i remember being at 
calf shows. I remember being at calf shows. If anyone doesn't know what a calf show is, it was literally these shows that Berkeley used to that Berkeley students used to put on, and they used to happen at 10 p.m. in the calf. Like, a, uh, right? It's some crazy ass time at calm night. Down, People try to invite me to their calm concerts, down. and I'm like, I am sleeping. I am fully in my pajamas. I have a nine a.m. My house at nine, <laughs> on a Tuesday evening for a show that starts at 10. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, no, thank you. I, I will not be there. I love yet. you. Good luck. Crush it. I'll watch the live stream. <laughs> First of all, you're so dramatic. Relax, okay? But I remember literally, I, I would I would invite Jay to these things. I think he'd be like, oh, do I really have to come? I was like, okay, whatever. You're not a real one. Okay, you're not a real one. But I say that to say, I remember going to calf shows and experiencing, having such a different experience every single time. But when people were doing runs, people loved that. People would cheer that on. People would celebrate mm. that. But if you found somebody who was a little bit stronger, maybe in like tone, right? Like sure. tone or maybe like music that isn't like Western music or popular music, mm-hmm. folks would hardly like give anything to that like no reaction no anything no nothing and I remember thinking to myself because I'm like this college student I was so impressionable and I was so young and I was so looking to be validated in those spaces that I realized that very very early on that if I wasn't doing that I was not good enough if I wasn't doing that I wasn't singing correctly if I wasn't doing that Mm. it was wrong and I and I remember thinking to myself like that's what I need to be in order to be liked and to be appreciated and to be validated in this space and that made me lose my own authentic voice or what I was trying to find as my authentic voice and um and again going back to the conversation of who gets to decide what is right and what is wrong and where did those people get the idea that like people who are doing runs are the ones who who've got it right? They they they're vocally better than everybody else. I remember like doing a recording. It's one a circuitous mind guy. game though, because you're all going to the same school, developing these same biases, same biases. performing for each other, From reacting who, as an audience the same way. So it's like it's a cycle. From who? Who I, is the forefather? I hear you though. I hear you though, Nao. Like that's. And um, that was something that I actually struggled with, too. I was very, um, I was still figuring out my voice. And, like, I was in, like, gospel choir and doing all that. And, like, I remember being so nervous to even try out for a solo because I was, like, I'm, I, my voice is very light and airy. And it's not, I, I can do some riffs, you know, but. But I'm not, I don't go off like that. I'm not a I'm not a screlter, you know. I'm not gonna scream my face mm-hmm. off. And honestly, that yep. I, that I didn't want a calf show because of that. I didn't do a calf yeah. show. Like wow. I remember everybody being like, I remember being like, oh my god, where's your like winter calf show? And I was just like, I don't think it's for me because I don't think people here will appreciate it, and I don't think yeah. that wow. my voice is appreciated here. And um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I remember feeling that too. And that was um, a really in- big insecurity of mine. And I'm sure a lot of us, yeah. because it was yeah. like a lot of us didn't Yeah, I was about to say, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. that. I can, like there are so many people who have probably gone through that very same experience who haven't really yeah. shared that experience or, or we even had a space to say that out loud and to have people say, you can do this. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter what other people are saying about you. The same, like you said, Kiana, like 
I'm here. And I'm here because I went through a rigorous audition process to get to where mm-hmm. I am, which means that I'm qualified to be here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I did what I needed to do. I'm showing up. And, and on top of that, the second thing is I'm at an institution to become better, to learn. So right. there is no reason for me to be perfect right now because I'm here to learn. I'm here to improve my skills and my ability to perform or whatever the case might be. But it never, ever felt like it was a safe space to do that it always felt like when you came on to do these things you had to be perfect you had to show off that you knew everything and whatnot but i'm like nobody actually gave the the next person the grace to say that i'm here to learn and to get better why do i have to sound like i've got it all figured out why putting on face and fronting for your friends and you know the peer pressure mm. of it all, and the fact that you are going to this make amazing school, it. and too much, too make much sense. for me. Mm-hmm. Make so, it, yeah, make it sense. was, it was a make lot. It, it was sense. a lot. It was a lot. But yeah. Well, thinking about some of our influences, and this is the last question before our rapid fire, and this is hopefully a more positive influence. Um, I believe that you, your family, was very supportive, and they kind of guided you into a life of music. So. What was that like to grow up in an environment that nurtured and uplifted that talent who I'm assuming is supportive of this career that you have? What was that like? I grew up in a musical family. Uh, all of us sang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if we couldn't sing, we were still singing. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yep. um, my my mom, you know, was a playwright and she wrote annual plays for our church. And so we would all be cast wow. in that. Yeah. And so... Um, I had a very positive um, experience growing up with music. Um, my 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 dad was a singer, and he had grown up and done his own uh, music bands growing up. And I remember, you know, he he taught me a lot about a lot about the voice and about harmony and about listening with my ear. Mm. So I learned a lot from my dad. Um, and you know, growing up in that. In, in that environment where music wasn't it yes it was a thing that like we wanted to get close to perfect um like it, like in, mm-hmm. in, in our choir singing and everything but we did it for the love of it and we did it because it brought us together yeah. and that was something that we mm-hmm. knew like we all had a common ground with um my brother was is very into producing so he you know from when I was young he taught me Fruity Loops the yeah, Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know, but Fruity Loops. Oh, yes. that was a that yes. was mm-hmm. a program. Um, so I learned Fruity Loops from him. My sister grew up singing. Um, so it was a very, it was a it was a positive experience for me. I didn't know if I wanted to do that professionally or not until like twelfth mm. uh, grade. Actually, I was I was going into forensic mm. science. Oh wow! I wanted to go into forensic oh, science. Wow. I, I was a science In the criminal girl. justice system, I, okay, sexually based offenses listen, are considered especially she hated. She was watching that CSI. She Who was watching CSI. She was watching Special Victims Unit. She was. Loved it. Loved it. No, yeah, I loved it. I I know. And I was like, what different life that would have been. But anyway. Yeah, no. So, like, I I didn't know if I want to do it professionally. But I I remember, you know, my grandpa giving me piano lessons since I was little. And so I have just been groomed in this family. And, um, yeah, I, you know, got to music school and, and now they're like still very, very supportive of me um, doing it professionally. Love it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, 
I am blessed to have grown up with that. But like even going back when we were talking about, you know, this criticism with when it comes to singing, like we sang mm. because we had the voice. We just have a voice to yeah. sing and it's joy. Yeah. We're making joyful noises. And honestly, like yeah. that is something that I'm tr- that I try to to remember when I am feeling like this is getting like, oh, I don't want to do music anymore. Like <laughs> I've had those experiences mm. where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's so much. It's, it's too much. But like, which you know, I'm fair. just like, mm-hmm. which is fair. Um, but I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm making this joyful noise. And when it comes down to it, if I never sing again, I probably would be really hurt. You know, um, I probably yeah. would be, I probably would feel very empty because it's a part of me and it's a part of, you know, I do my voice is like, it's here. It's not an instrument that I could put down. You know what I mean? It's like, I carry it right. with me and because everywhere you yeah. go, everywhere yeah. I go, it's right. with me. So it's like, my voice is different. So like, if I wasn't able to sing, I really would feel like, you know, a part of me is missing, but, um, yeah, growing up with that, that support and that love and that community of music really has helped shape um my views on music now and why i'm still with it and it does bring me back to a it brings me back to a point like it gives me a point of reference when i'm feeling mm-hmm. under the weather mm-hmm. it's like it's getting too worky mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah it's grounding mm-hmm. cool. yeah. love it are you ready with the rapid fire nails rapid Fire, ooh, rapid, ooh. fire. I can't do that sound. Fire. Okay. I hope I do well. Because I hope wow. I do well. I'm actually not even sure what sound you were trying to go for. There. I... <laughs> I cannot roll my tongue. You know that machine gun sound. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's really. Let's... <laughs> We might have to edit that part out. Sorry, everyone. Wow. Yeah, I can't be shamed like that publicly. Mm. No, no, no. no. It's embarrassing on your part. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right, Kiana, are you ready? Do you feel warmed up? Do you need to do a couple of stretches? Like, get get, get comfortable. We're about to go in. I think I'm getting comfortable. I think I'm getting comfortable. I think I'm ready. You got it. You got it. All right. So literally rapid fire. Like, there's no time to think. Like, you just go. Five seconds. Go, 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 go. Family feud. Family feud. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. This is fast money. Yeah. Let's 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 get it. Big money. Big money. Big money. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Go. What is your favorite kind of nature to spend time in? The city. Love it. Mm. Do you have any hidden talents? No leaves for her. I am really great at building in Sims 4. Ooh, Mm. cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Favorite kids movie growing up? Hunchback Notre Dame. Mm. Okay, guilty pleasure. Dark. Guilty pleasure. Custom concept shopping for my Sims 4. Wow, mm. cool. Okay. Favorite song right now? Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, favorite song right now? Favorite song right now is, is, is Ariana Grande's um, Oh, I missed you it. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe. I believe. I, believe I listen in you. to this song every single day, and I cannot think of the name of it. Um, successful. Okay, nobody... It's successful. It's successful. Oh, okay. Oh, great, God, great, great, great. Okay, great. Okay, best no skip album. Doja Cat's. 
Doja Cat's um, her planet. Her planet? Woman planet? Oh my god. Someone about the planet. <laughs> Zodiac sign. Mm. Aquarius, baby. Aquarius. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, that's a your mo- next show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Uh, a motto that you live by. A motto that I live by. Yeah. Um, know your worth. Love that. Mm. Um, final one. Dream role that you want to play. <sighs> Eponine. Lemas. Yeah. Please, yeah. please cast me. I just want to live in that. If anyone is listening, um, theater gods, if y'all are listening yeah. to this, you know. Keanu Holmes. She's Keanu on Holmes. her own. So cast her. Yeah, just start saying all the time. <laughs> Do you hear what people say? Um, so Keanu. You did it. We, Yay, we did it. You we did, did it. it. This is... Whew, this was um, amazing how much just knowledge and wisdom you've shared mm-hmm. over the course of our private planning meetings, yeah. our masterclass, and this. There are just so many gems, so many, I think, really good morsels for people to sit on. So we're just so, so yeah. grateful and so thankful yeah. for you. Yeah. Thank and you it, for you've having been so me. fantastic, really Kiana. Thank you for saying yes. You know, like this really wouldn't have happened had you committed yourself to it, had you, com- had you, you know, not given us the opportunity to what you've done is like you've opened us to your world and you've given us an opportunity mm-hmm. to share so much about you and to learn so much about you and hopefully other people as well get to experience you in this way um and so again thank you for your yes and thank you for committing to um this program with us and you know all of these amazing things that we've done and put you through um you've been such an am- like it's been such a pleasure to just like work with you um so yeah thank you so much it's been a pleasure working yeah. with y'all and this platform i swear please y'all follow them there's so many gems that i am learning and like just being able to speak on on this platform and to have an open space to speak with y'all about it has helped me grow Mm -hmm. so much so i really want to thank you for Mm. for invoking these beautiful questions and like for for getting me to think and um i i hope that uh this journey is changing changing someone's lives and whether it be one or yeah. a million people yeah. you know i'm i'm really blessed to have been here so thank you for having me y'all are amazing so it. amazing <laughs> yes. how can people find you stay in contact with you follow you in your work yes yep. um you can follow me on socials ig facebook twitter bonita kiana um and i have a website kianaholmes.com sure if you, wanna, you know follow me so Love yes it. yes that's um, i'm on there we love awesome. it. Well, we're going to make everyone do it. I can't wait for everyone mm-hmm. to hear this. Thank you, you one more time. And thanks, Thank everyone you. else, for listening to this episode of Heart Behind the Household. Mm-hmm. We out. Heart Behind the Hustle is written, produced, and edited by the team at Dunamis. Got someone you'd like to see on the show? Email us at hbh at dunamisboston.org. Want to learn more about the guest you've heard today? Follow us on IG at Hot Behind the Hustle. And to donate or check out Dunamis' work, visit www.dunamisboston.org. <laughs>